Hey, I'm John Mellis, and this is episode 10 of Cows Not Cow, how to make your networking really work. The show designed to take you from zero to hero in the business networking world. So far in our ever-growing back catalogue of shows, we focused on a theoretical networking event to allow you to work through various scenarios which might come up. We've looked at the before, during and after section of our event, the importance of listening well, showing an interest in helping, how to follow up and nurture relationships to the know, like, trust stage, covered a few of your fears and concerns about networking, up to and including some more difficult networking types and how best to deal with them. And last time out in episode nine, we weighed up the pros and cons of different networking formats. So if you've just found us on this one, you can catch up anytime you like. And when you do, please spend a minute to rate and review our show as well. Leave a comment about what we can do in a future episode that might help you, anything you like, and we can perhaps go off and record that episode at some stage. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Search Cows Not Cow and make sure you follow us as well. That way, once you're all caught up, you'll get our fresh new episodes when they drop. This time on episode 10, five of the most common themes and questions which have arisen as a result of this podcast. Wow, can't wait. <laughs> Let's bring on the star of our show, our expert in the field of networking, Andrew Smith of Aberdeen Business Network. Hi, Andrew. Hi, John. Good to see you again. I'm hanging in, despite the fact I've got a cold. I apologise for that. Uh, five of the most common themes and questions which have come up as a result of the podcast. I don't know whether to be scared or excited. Question one, can I get a selfie with a cow that wears the headphones? Um, okay, Andrew, what are, we, what are we actually looking at here? Yeah, that was question one. <laughs> selfie with, the, uh, uh, with the cow, with the headphones. Uh, so questions two to six. It's really just feedback uh, that I've had over the last few weeks, which, is, which has been great. And that's been a combination of uh, people asking, networkers asking for a little bit more explanation uh, or they've said that particularly hit home with them. So these five uh, are the around the expression after an event, I didn't get anything from it. Uh, to do with conversations at events, if somebody is saying sometimes my mind just goes blank, uh, the always controversial topic of, of ending or leaving conversations. <laughs> uh, fourth one, some networkers saying, I know they get nervous at events, and as a result, I talk too much. Uh, and finally, I don't think what I say is going to be that interesting to other people. So I'm keen to cover these today and maybe just go into a little bit more detail on them all than we did last thing. Okay, no problem. Let's just tackle them in order. Number one, I didn't get anything from it. Is this something, someone referring to our podcast? I didn't get anything from it? Because the old bull can still get fired up from time to time, you know, and this feels like a red rag, Andrew. Yes, I think if that is the case, there will be two old bulls. I'll be quite, quite disappointed and quite angry. Um, but no, a lot, a lot of feedback and a lot of very honest people as well, too, when it came to the, I didn't get anything from it. I spoke to some people I consider to be very good networkers, but they said, yes, I have been guilty of that some of the time. Uh, but then others, you know, said much more confidently, uh, that's impossible. I make sure that I get something from it. And that's the mindset I'd like to encourage every networker, because I believe it's impossible to get nothing from it. But remember the early definition of networking. It's chatting with others, sharing information, and developing relationships. So if we have at least one conversation, we're doing that. Therefore, we get something from it. And the more effort, the more conversations, the more good listening that we'll have, inevitably, the more we'll get from it. There is no, there is no magic. It just does not happen. Somebody will not... You know, come into a room, rush up to you and say, oh, my God, John, I've never met you before. This is the best day of my life. I have wanted <laughs> to give you a million pounds of business the last five minutes. It's just not going to happen. We've got to work it. But if we work it, 
by having conversations, then every networker can get something from every event. That's that's bizarre. My whole business plan hinges on that very thing happening. <laughs> 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 oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, the, I remember you saying in one of our earlier episodes as well, just came to mind there, um, that you had a contact who said once, there's no such thing as a bad coffee meeting. You know, you, it, does, it doesn't exist. If you meet up, you're going to get something from it. Yes, if you know, put the time and effort in, whether it's that five-minute conversation at an event or the one-hour coffee afterwards, if you want it to succeed, you want it to be two-way, you're looking for ways to help each other, looking for action points, then it's going to work. Item two is sometimes my mind just goes blank. Well, welcome to the world of broadcast radio. Uh, sometimes my mind just goes blank. You, you can imagine it happening easily enough. Maybe uh, you're going to a, a post-workday networking scene and you, you're basically mentally drained before you even get there. You get into the room, you grab your coffee, you start chatting and... Sap, you're just you're out of ammo. There's nothing to say. How do you work around that one in a, a networking scenario, Andrew? Yeah, the first thing to say is that the feedback confirmed that this is commonplace, and I can assure you it is. It's happened to me. I tend to be a fairly early starter, so if I'm going to a networking event in the evening, I often fear that I'm going to be flagging it. The words aren't going to flow, and of course, because I've got that fear, it's more likely <laughs> more likely that it yeah. happens. It does happen to everyone some of the time. The, the guidance that I would give is to take the pressure off because it happens uh, to everyone all the time that we don't have to have the perfect answers, the perfect pitch, the perfect summary of what it is we do and the benefits of, of what we do. And if you find that you're struggling a bit, then is to put the focus again onto the people that you're speaking with and to ask them questions. And that's where having you know, open and closed questions, some that encourage a longer answer, some a shorter answer, just having them up our sleeves. So asking about the venue, the event, the organisation, somebody's work, how long have they been doing it for? Are they busy? Is the business busy? What did they do, you know, what did they do before? You know, they intend this being, you know, being long-term, do they have other plans? So having that set of, of questions around event, venue, other person and their business. That takes the pressure off as well, because then all we've got to do is get these short questions right. Remember them without having putting pressure on us and pitching our business. Number three, leaving conversations. Okay, before we do this one, I'm going to have a sidebar with our, our podcast listener here. If the phrase, they have to breathe, sometime doesn't come up in the course of answering this dilemma, I'll be exceptionally surprised. Leaving conversations, Andrew, it's a recap of the when you should, why you should, and how you should, I guess. Yes, and I'm choosing my words very carefully after the, after the sidebar. <laughs> it is so important. And, and the feedback from a lot of networkers, and again, good experienced networkers, is they have got caught too often in some conversations for too long. You know, one talked about an hour and a half networking event, and it was a 45-minute conversation with somebody. And it was somebody that they knew anyway, and they met regularly anyway, and that was half the event gone. So it's so important that we think if there are 30 people at the event, then the way to get the best use of that most effective event is not to spend half the time talking with one person. And if it's somebody who's not interested in us, it's one way they're trying to sell, then it's even more important that, that uh, these conversations come to an end. The way, the way to do it, yeah, is to you know, pick the right moment and is to ask the other person for a business card and to thank them for their time and say they're keen to do, I'm sure you're keen to do more networking, as I am, swap cards, and then move on. 
And probably the reassurance that I would, I would give is some sort of, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Isn't that a bit rude? It's not rude if it's done right. If you're thanking another person for their, you know, for their time, you're swapping cards, you're moving on, that's not rude. It's effective networking. And how do you recognise your moment to cut in there, Andrew? <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say it wouldn't be it wouldn't be breath wouldn't be breath related. <laughs> uh, I would say it would, it would more be don't be cruel. As in, if somebody's telling a story and they're coming at the punchline, then don't don't cut them off. Yes, you know, if it's the case that somebody that part of their story or the story has come in, that's the time to do it. You know, nobody likes to be cut off like that. So give them the chance, then choose your moment, then say that in a room full of people, then they will understand. That's a fair thing to do as well. I can always cut in the phrase they have to breathe sometime from a previous episode. You know I have that power. Right. I haven't uh, heard the, that one before. That sounds good. <laughs> the next one is my one. Uh, unsurprisingly, I know I get nervous and talk too much. I'm glad it's not just me. Uh, it does sound like a strange reaction, this, Andrew, and I suppose it, it, it could be one of a, a couple of trigger reactions possible because of nerves. The other going back a couple of points and the polar opposite result. One reaction here, you talk too much. Another could be your mind goes blank, you don't talk at all. The commonality is nerves. So what do you do? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. The feedback has been, you know, people say, oh, I know that I you know, talk too much. I just, I just get nervous. Um, and I think the key here is, is being aware of it, you know, going at a networking event. And if any network, especially newer networkers, are aware of that nerves, then it's more likely they may still fall in the same trap. They default, you know, to, to talking a lot, talking too much, making it too one way but they've got more chance then of stopping themselves. And the way to stop yourself is just like, hold on, this has been a little bit one-sided. There is no hurry because it doesn't have to all be done, you know, in that conversation at the event. It's hopefully going to be extended after the event and the relationship that might go on for weeks, months, years, decades. So it's just being aware and saying, right, enough, of, enough about me. What about you? What have you been doing today? Have you got a lot of work to go back to? Is this the first time that you've been to this event? So it's the being aware and not being afraid to say, well, enough about me, turn on another person, take the pressure off. And lastly, uh, almost worse than the previous, you get the words out okay, but you're frightened what you say isn't interesting. It's almost like back to that episode of Friends where Joey grabs a copy of Encyclopedia Britannica and suddenly is loaded with interesting facts, provided he can always steer the conversation back to something beginning with the letter E. I digress. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm worried what I say isn't interesting enough, Andrew. What's the fix for that? It's commonplace for a start, you know, especially newer networkers, maybe even a networker go to their very first event saying, what if people aren't interested in what, I've, in what I've got to say? And of course, that begins to change then with experience as the confidence builds. But I think a good way to look at it is if we go to networking events and we're interested in what others have got to say, then that means the other, especially good networkers, will be interested in what we've got to say. Whether somebody is an employee or has their own business, whether somebody's been in sales for 20 years or for 20 minutes, whether it's a, they represent a big business or a small business, we all have an equal right to be there. And the good networkers especially will head towards the newer networkers, the ones that are perhaps likely you know, to be that little bit more nervous. And a good networker never knows where a conversation and where a relationship is, is going to go. So if any of the newer networkers especially listening, be reassured that good networkers will gravitate towards you and they absolutely want to hear about you. They'll ask good questions. They'll find out about the things you're passionate about. They'll be very interested in hearing about that. 
And they're in today's lesson, kind of our greatest hits of the podcast so far, or one of those mashup episodes they do on TV occasions where all the family reminisce about things that have happened. And it ends up being a clip show of their best bits from previous episodes. I'm Joe Ellis. Thanks for joining us today for Cows Not Cow, how to make your networking really work. If you found this useful, please rate and recommend us. And please follow us on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll get us every week with all the good stuff, hints and tips for free, exactly what you want when you need it. And if you'd like to find out more about Andrew, the art of networking or the networking scene in Aberdeen in Scotland, check out abnworks.co.uk for some more networking blog tips. That's abnworks.co.uk and you'll find Andrew on LinkedIn as well, where he's always happy to make new connections and chat about people's networking questions, experiences and challenges. Search Andrew Smith from Aberdeen Business Network on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.